Good evening, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a, uh, a podcast mostly about movies. This is season two. We are still talking about uh, movies from our past and whether or not they hold up for us. I'm your host, Alex Falcone in Portland. I'm joined uh, in Northern California by my good friend, Ezra Fox. Welcome back, Ez. Ah, uh, podcasting. We've missed you. It's nice to be back. Uh, it, how was it watching a movie to talk to your friends about it again? It was good. I, I assume you it, did not watch any movies while you were away. That would have been cheating. Uh, well, I just I didn't talk to anyone about them. Is that okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> or you can talk, just don't record it. Okay, right. No, yeah, it was just, what's the point then, right? It's like, this has just gone, it's gone in the wind. Yeah, exactly. All right, well, so give us the quick update. What have you, what's the last, uh, since, what was it, December? Has yeah. it really been that so long? Give us a 30-second update of your last, of Q1 2019. Oh, well, I just almost finished saying my Q1 goals. I feel like <laughs> I had a lot of time to nail it. I have the next three hours, uh, I think, to accomplish everything I want. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess really that the, the uh, wow, has it really been that well? I I don't know if you've heard this other podcast that I do sometimes, which is called Pack Your Mics. I have. Uh, we uh, did it did a good job there. Finished mm-hmm. a season. Um, and mm-hmm. uh, as usual, I'll, also I've uh, been making some bread. So um, uh, my mom uh, taught me how to make focaccia, and uh, I, I did it on my own. Uh, well, and I had Caleb as a sous chef for it. So that's uh. I'm getting better at this whole focaccia game. Feel oh, good about fun. it. Do you make yeah. Do you make bread in a bucket or not a bucket? Uh, not a bucket. Was okay. bucket an option? Bucket is a popular option for bread people on Instagram now. Okay. Is they I, um, uh, <laughs> they like it's it's I think it's sourdough mostly and it, yeah, it's uh, good. A, there's a guy who wrote a bread book and you put it in a bucket. I don't know. Sure. I've not read it. <laughs> I like buckets generally, but I just don't use them for bread. But maybe I, I can. Yeah, it's an option. All right, um, thanks. <laughs> we're so glad to have you back. Also joining us in uh, Southeast Portland is my buddy Anthony. Anthony Lopez. Wait, Alex, do you have uh, any Instagram trends you're going to ask if I'm following? <laughs> yeah, yeah. How are you on... Um, uh, oh, what's your favorite meme sneaker? Uh, say bucket, definitely... say bucket. <laughs> well, I was going to say bucket head because I'm, you know, a big fan of memes and people who shred on the guitar and oh. anonymity. <laughs> so anything oh, that's yeah, what I you, want on my you, sneakers. You always do talk to me about Slipknot. Yeah. I mean, there's nine of them, and we don't know any of them. They it's could impossible. be anybody. Yeah, it could be. I you could know? be Slipknot. Isn't that possible? What if What the, if one of them's Banksy? I was just going to say that. <laughs> how, how did you take the Banksy from me? Yeah, I was just going to say the bass player is Banksy. Well, wait, yeah. couldn't they also be like Blue Man Groups or um, Daft Punk? Like, I feel like I don't know anything about those guys either. Um, yeah. Blue men groups, yeah, there's a lot of them. Blues men's groups. <laughs> I mean, think about it. You ever seen the blue men group and the guy who bangs on the trash cans and Slipknot <laughs> in the same room at the same time? They both do have banging on garbage in yeah. common. Um, yeah. Well, uh, we have a special guest today uh, joining us. Uh, we're, we're back up to the full strength of four. Uh, he's at David B. Fox on Twitter, and he is the co-founder of the Marin Computer Center, the world's first <laughs> public access microcomputer center. Welcome back, David. Hey, how are you? Uh, it's so good to talk to you again. Uh, so we are talking today about Indiana Jones' Last Crusade, and one of the uh, incredible facts about David, um, which you can learn all that and more on his uh, stub Wikipedia page, <laughs> which allegedly has contributors who, are, uh, who appear to be a close connection with you. <laughs> And so it is not neutral enough for Wikipedia's high standards. However, 
uh, was you were a uh, you were one of the game designers on the Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade graphic adventure game, and that's true. So you were very close. So to Wikipedia this. Came is out, right in that place. This came out right at the same time as the movie, right? So you are you were in this this world before most of us. Yes, um, we started working on the on the game about six months before the movie came out, and got to talk to Steven Spielberg and George Lucas about yeah. what we could and couldn't do. And what couldn't you do? Um, there wasn't much we couldn't do. Oh. And we wanted to make <laughs> sure we could kill Indy if we wanted to. You could? Yeah, we could. <laughs> it was you gotta have game overs, right? Oh, I guess yeah. that's true. I mean, well, yeah, the, that, uh, I mean, the LucasArts games were kind of known for not having many game overs, uh, but it definitely could happen with Indy. Uh, yeah, there's I, one, one place for sure where... Um, you know that if you do this one thing that you're likely not to survive, but uh-huh. people want to do it anyway. So we figured it wouldn't make any sense for him to escape out of this one. I could, well, I could I don't know tell you seen, what it is if, if you want to all of the movies, but he frequently does things he shouldn't survive and escape somehow. Yes. Well, this is, this one was pretty extreme. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are you going to tell me? I'm super curious. I, I, could, I could tell you, but if you don't yeah. mind spoilers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think, a, uh, yeah, I, I mean, the game's been out for a couple of years. I think it's, okay. it's yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know if you want to spoil this game uh, that it was available on DOS in 1989. But <laughs> yeah, this is the 30th anniversary year for the game and for the oh, movie. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Hey, timely. Um, so there, if you saw in the movie, there's this one point where Indy kind of gets shoved into Hitler's face. Yes. Oh yeah. When he get when Hitler autographs the diary. Right. And in the game, you have you know multiple options. One of them is you know, give diary to, or give whatever it is you have in your inventory to Hitler. Um, another one is to bring up the, your boxing interface. Yes. <laughs> and you can hit Hitler in the, in the face. You, you had a to. punch Hitler option in your we game. You had a punch Hitler. Yes. And well, now so, I, you, you made it sound like people were wrong for wanting to do this dangerous thing. <laughs> well, no, they were okay. I'm on the side you, of the people uh, who wanted to punch Hitler. I think well, it was a fun thing to do, except, you know, the chances of surviving that with a bunch of, yeah, with machine guns oh, yeah, around yeah, yeah. you. You should definitely not survive, but cool right. option. Yeah, yeah. You know, the uh, most recent uh, Wolfenstein game has that exact same scene in it. <laughs> so really? I think you have a case for, you know, you did it first. Yeah, you do. Like they get all this press for being groundbreakers if you can, as an Easter egg, kill Hitler in a, uh, in a scene. <laughs> Huh. I think you can uh, sue Quentin Tarantino. He made a whole movie about punching Hitler. I think. <laughs> I haven't watched true. it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, well, uh, this is this is really fascinating, and I, I, it'll be interesting to see how, because you were more steeped in this than most people. You probably know the the uh, Easter eggs of the movie better than most of us. Um, I just watched this for the first time three days ago. <gasps> really? So we are covering the Gambit. Yeah, but um, Ezra, this is your choice. Yes, uh, this is your movie. So I want you to tell us. Uh, what this meant to you and why you selected Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Um, so this was like I think this when Alex asked me you know what we want what I wanted to do for my like coming back. Uh, I, this was kind of the, the, at the top of my list uh, yeah. because so one it's I think the one of the first movies I remember seeing. Um, so I saw it, uh, like a screening I think um, like in a theater that like uh, was I think just for uh lucas uh like employees and friends um oh, yeah and so I, I and i i guess you know i must have been like around four and a bit which is pretty young and i remember a ton from that first showing um mm-hmm. and uh uh like including like like 
the really scary like part of the end uh you know where uh um you know if you make if you drink from bad cups i learned uh you you yeah. just die pretty much instantly <laughs> uh this really uh, is i mean if you just like it's called uh last crusade but it really should be called indiana jones and the bad cups <laughs> good cup bad cup important title yeah that, that was like trust me i'm sure steven had to talk george lucas down from that at some point <laughs> yeah well he yeah. did re-release this 10 years later where the the bad cups were even shinier because of cg <laughs> <laughs> there's uh, yeah some extra uh you know just uh, stormtroopers in the background you know, <laughs> is, um, uh, at one point harrison ford walks around one of the cups i don't even know how he did it <laughs> um but yeah so the the uh the i mean it was just i remember really really early on and just watching it also a ton uh afterwards because we had it on vhs um like i watched this so much that i thought like all movies like were like legally required to start with the logo becoming a real part of the scene um because like i just thought that was a normal thing um and uh, but yeah i mean also things that you hang on to about Last Crusade, it's the logo becoming part of the scene. Uh, primacy well, and recency, right? That makes sense. <laughs> well, also, like, if you've only seen, like, you love this movie, and then mm-hmm. the next movie you see is Raiders of the Lost Ark or <laughs> Temple of Doom, which begins the same exact way, mm-hmm. it's like 200% of the movies I've seen <laughs> have started with this. Why would you start it any other way? Why go against tradition? Yeah. Why reinvent the wheel? Obviously. I'm sure someone I- is tweeting at you right now about your use of 200% to mean 100%, but other I'm that, sure that's it's fine. solid lo- lo- logic. Um, but yeah, so I mean, there, basically there's that. I, I, I mean, very much I wanted to, uh, I think, be Indiana Jones. I feel like that was like my superhero uh, for, for a while. Um, yeah. uh, cause, like, I feel like he was like, just a bit more I don't want to say like accessible in some ways. Then for some reason, then 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 Luke Skywalker and those would have been the two options. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, and then the whole thing just you know with like my dad having this like connection with him uh, making the game and and um, it felt like it was just kind of always around. I guess like at uh, what Andy was point a- <laughs> in your life did you figure out that archaeologists don't do any of this? Never. I still do <laughs> oh, not believe okay. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, I think just all of that, all, all that was a, just it was kind of always, always. It's like one of the things that was basically always there, uh, and 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 because of that, and because this is like a, a uh, also a, a movie about uh, like sons and fathers. Uh, it's yeah. a thing where I'm thinking about like, oh, like this is a movie that I could like share with Caleb at some point. But even though he is totally my age, as what the you know I saw it at, I definitely do not feel ready to show him it. Uh, not in its entirety, at least. I, like maybe the first scene they could see. Well, um, I do want to ask about that because it is a movie about fathers and sons uh, sharing. And <laughs> I did not realize that part of it until this viewing as well. Because <laughs> <laughs> when we talked about this last week, Anthony was, I mentioned that you guys were both going to be joining us. Uh, and he he pointed out that uh, it is a movie about them uh, sharing uh, um Sharing a, a friend, sharing a well. Lady. I mean, I think yes. So I definitely did not understand that that uh, that uh, both uh, uh, both Joneses had had sex with the same single uh, woman, like in this yes. movie, which does not pass the Bechdel test at all. Right. Um, well, but uh, yeah, one of the, that's one of the problems of having like only one woman for both of the love interests. <laughs> Uh, there, there's, all, I think, a lot of Bechdel tests. I, I think actually everything around uh, Elsa is probably the most problematic parts of the movie as it ages, <laughs> yeah. uh, for I sure. Mean, she's definitely like rewatching it this time. I was amazed by like how many hats that that poor actress was forced to wear. Literally like, hats, she's, right? Yeah, where's yeah, Indiana? Yeah, one hat 
from his childhood yeah, all through his adult hat, career. But, but she's playing, like, the love interest plus the femme fatale plus, like, the scientist character. What would normally yeah, be, like, four lady. different women characters? Yeah. They just, like, let's just make them all one uh, one character. Right. So really originally, down on time. Originally in the script, then, like, you know, they, they like, basically both Indy and, uh, and, and uh, Sean Connery, like, they both had relationships with multiple women, but they just got condensed down in the rewrite process <laughs> until it's like, oh, it's just, it's just Elsa. That's She's the only a person. A composite the, character from their The lives. single woman in this entire universe. Yeah. yeah. I, I always thought maybe, like, Carrie Bradshaw, like, uh, who is Steven Spielberg's wife, who he met on the last one, was like, look, I know how Steven is with the ladies in these uh, Indiana Jones movies, all right? <laughs> Wait. I, want, I want one I can keep an eye on, all right? The last Wait. one was me, okay? Sorry, <laughs> there's not going to be another There's one. a classic Dear Abby where she's like, look, if yeah. he will sleep with one person on set, He'll sleep I, with someone on the next. And movie I said the well. wrong name. What yeah, I was gonna say. Wait, is it Carrie Bradshaw yeah. the fictional character from Sex in the City? <laughs> yeah. That's how yeah. George Kate Lucas Capshaw. is. He could get that. Kate, Kate Capshaw. Kate Capshaw. Kate Capshaw. Yeah. Okay, different. The f- fabulous Kate Capshaw. No respect of, the Who probably Kate also Kate. has a great set of like sh- a collection of like Manolo Blahniks and such, and like uh, I'm sure also has had a great series about her on HBO. We just we oh. didn't see it. Seriously, her blog, the life of like going around with Steven Spielberg, you know, I want to read her like her her diary entries from like you know working on War Horse. What was that set like? You know, yeah, the horse that went to war. <laughs> um, uh, David, do you, so you show having shown this to Ezra and having imprinted it so strongly on him, is it weird for you that it's a father son movie in which the fathers and sons have not the best relationship? Well, probably if I if I think about Ezra four year old Ezra, it probably didn't cross my mind at the time that right. that would be an issue. Yeah, I'm fair. actually I'm actually kind of surprised now knowing knowing your son or grandson mm-hmm. that we did let you see because I this this was not the first time I saw the movie. I, I had seen the movie, I knew the script, and we got to see the movie about three three or four weeks before it came out down at a special screening in in Los Angeles. <clears throat> and then, so I knew what was in it, and um, I guess we I must have talked it over with Annie, and she figured, you know, we would just hide your eyes at the right moments if there was anything you wanted, yeah, wanted yeah. to see. I remember that, well, too. <laughs> isn't there, I mean, I, as someone who wasn't really aware of this, but from my understanding of the time, it's like, since this movie is such like a mea copa, like an apology for Temple of Doom, in terms of like how violent and dark yeah. that was, hmm. do you think that was like, yeah, it's scary, but at least it doesn't have like human sacrifice and slavery and child abuse metaphors? Like, yeah, coming off Temple of Doom, like, of course you can show <laughs> he's just killing Nazis. That's okay, <laughs> right? You know? Right. And since I'd already clearly seen Temple of Doom, it was like it was like as saw Temple of Doom, he can handle that crusade, no <laughs> yeah. problem. Had yeah, you seen it? It? Had you seen Temple of Doom by then? No, I actually still haven't. Okay, oh, you still have it. I still have it. It's it's spooky. I didn't I'm not like, gonna. Yeah, I didn't really like it. I, yeah. And for me, maybe the best part about this movie was that it wasn't Temple of Doom. It was Indy yeah. going back, <laughs> going back to his roots. Yeah. In a, in um, a way. Four is kind of an interesting age, right? Isn't four where you're just starting to play for keeps? Like you can show a three year old anything and they won't remember, but four <laughs> is when they might 
have memories later. You say that with a lot of confidence, Alex. What's with that? <laughs> I mean, I don't remember anything before I was 25, so I, I don't think I'm a good candidate here. Uh, but I, my understanding is that around three or four is when people I, start playing. So I have some memories from when I was three because I, I have some memories before I had glasses. I think. Uh, and that's around when I got them. Uh, um, but they were blurry, so, ma- blurry They were blurry, yeah, 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 right. So they, they, they was mostly just all bokeh. Uh, like yeah. there was no like real, uh, yeah, no no foreground background distinction. <laughs> um. It's funny to say that about the, the covering your eyes too, because I remember movies where I was told I had to either cover my eyes or I was there was a uh, a movie where I had to leave the room for one scene. And if you want to make me really want to see a scene, yeah. that's the way to really imprint it on my brain forever. I, like like covering my eyes, especially covering your eyes, because then I hear it and I'm like, I have this audio memory of what is I am being told the most important thing in this movie, and I'm just gonna burn that into my brain. <laughs> yeah, that's how I'm gonna get my kids to eat their vegetables. Is I'm gonna send them out of the room when I do oh, it. Yeah, be like, you gotta get out of here. You don't want none of this shit. You can't eat right? those vegetables. <laughs> There's <laughs> naked women in them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have I, this is I have a, such a distinct memory, and I must have been a very small child. Uh, maybe I would I would guess four because that's when memories start. But yep. I I remember being in a car, and my parents were listening to NPR, and there was a story. I cannot tell you what about. I just know that the sentence was a woman unzips a man's pants, and then they were like, "Nope." And I <laughs> had no idea what that meant in my head. She was like helping him get dressed. Um, <laughs> Nice story about a tailor, you know? Exactly. But that, as soon as they turned, I was like, not even paying attention. I don't care about talk radio. I'm four, probably. But that sentence burned into my brain is like, what is the meaning of this that I'm not allowed to know? This is so exciting. And I thought about it for years, and it's still in there. It's still, I don't remember anything else from before I was 25. Except, Have you figured it out yet? <laughs> One of these yeah, days, you'll get she's it. She's not helping him get dressed. She's helping him get undressed. Uh-huh. What? It's the other to way. To what ends, Alex? <laughs> Uh, I just, I just, Alex, I just imagine you at the library looking at microfilm from like this year trying to find this headline, just scanning through old newspapers. Yeah, what could that story have been about? That's so exciting for an NPR story. It's very intimate. I don't know. (laughs) Unzipping his pants. He can take his own pants off. He's an adult, hopefully. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm assuming. Um, Uh, Onwards? what? Oh, sorry. <laughs> did you say almonds? Uh, onwards. Oh, thank you. Anthony, what did this mean to you? Tell us about your uh, uh, Last Crusade history. Uh, yeah, this is a movie I've seen a lot. I grew up with all of these movies. Um, I think we talked about this a lot last time we had David on, I believe it was during for James Bond, right? Another yeah. Sean Connery yep, connection yeah. there. He only yeah. he talk, he's, he's, we've talked about this, and he will only appear if Sean Connery is <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so when we get Dragonheart, and someone would probably pay us to watch Dragonheart. <laughs> I really like Dragonheart, guys. <laughs> that, that is a movie I'm curious to see how it does it hold up. Because I remember the dragon looking like the greatest special effect I've ever seen. And I have to imagine it looks like, like a PS1 game at this oh, yeah. point. I, like Spyro? Uh, <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, so when we do Dragonheart or the League, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, uh, we'll have you back. <laughs> uh, uh, I, but yeah. Man, I don't know either of those movies at all. Oh, I, I love those like fun adventures. I just love this kind of fun genre adventure stuff. Can we watch Zardoz? Uh, yeah, I've, I'll watch that. That's the one with him and the Speedo, right? 
Yes, it does appear he's a speedo in this image. I don't know. I just I just googled yeah. worst Sean Connery movie, and everybody seemed to agree Zardoz. <laughs> it's pretty mm. bad. All right, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Um, um, Anthony, sorry. So you watched it? Oh, he is in a speedo, but like with a gun. Oh yeah, that's a very iconic image. I feel yeah, like oh God, that's, that's a like, terrifying. No one remembers photo. the movie, but everyone definitely Google that Sean Connery and Zardoz right now because I would love yeah. you to see. It is a. Um, I would say. He's wearing a jock strap with crossed red suspenders, ponytail, gun. That's strong movie. It's good mustache, right? Yeah, solid mustache. This is, is like yeah. he's like this is only a few years out of James Bond. He was like, look, I've done the tuxedo and a gun. No one is ready to see me with suspenders, jock strap, gun. <laughs> yeah, those are really the only two options though in the world. So good for him to cover well, the whole gamut. You know, oh, did Sean I mention Connery... by the way that his boots are up to his mid thighs? It was presumed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sean Connery at a certain point in his career said, Are you gonna pay me a lot and do I have to do a different voice? No, then I'm in. He didn't really care. He just just like, Hey, can you play a Spaniard? Can I talk like this? Absolutely, <laughs> buddy, be it Highlander. <laughs> and they just <laughs> they Oh just my god. The I- these images of Sean Connery and Zardas are my favorite thing. Yeah. <laughs> this is absolutely incredible. Uh I, I wish I'd seen these images before I turned four. I feel like these should have gone away. <laughs> no, you know, Ezra, cover your eyes, even now. Cover your eyes. Uh, sorry, Anthony. We were talking about you. Um, no. So you uh, watched that, a lot of these. Okay. I'm, always, I'm always excited to just talk about the limited what I know about Zero Dog. So I'm always <laughs> happy to bring that into people's life. Um but yeah, so I've always I've always liked this uh, this whole series. Uh, this movie I think is maybe my uh, least favorite of the original three. Like I always oh. really liked this. I was a weird kid. I like how dark and weird Temple of Doom is, and then I really love Raiders. This movie's very fun to me. It's always felt like um, it's a little I don't know, like a little bit of a, just a retread of Raiders. Uh, which I've always liked a little bit more. So mm. I do like this movie. It still looks like a masterpiece compared to like K- Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yeah, I was. Uh, just gonna, I haven't seen. Uh, I think I only saw Raiders. I believe is the one that I saw. And then I. And actually, now that I think about it, I believe I watched like the first half hour of this in like a sci- uh, history class in seventh grade. Um, for reasons I cannot explain, but I remember watching part. What of- you guys are doing your section on the life of River Phoenix. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Were you looking for facts, not truth? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. You was that class on the history of the Viper Room, right? <laughs> Isn't that what you were doing? Well, yeah, we, it, know, my, like my, my, it was. It was. A, it was really a greater program about the history of cups. Yeah, and <laughs> this was just an important uh, element. Ooh, oh, yeah. Bullwhip safety. Room. I got one. Yeah, bullwhip safety or like uh, maybe like rhino tusk avoidance. Both of these are very important oh, yeah, lessons. Bullwhip safety. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. very important. Um, uh, yeah. I So so Crystal Skull is bad, you're saying? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's not a very good one. Real, real bad. Especially yeah. figuring, knowing how good they could be. Yeah. Right. So, and like so, making someone wait for that, it's like, it's like we really, it just should not have existed. Is this like, yeah, are we they, talking, is this close to episode one age? Yeah. This is like, was 2008? So, yeah. So, you wait, yeah. yeah, basically you wait like 20 years for it, essentially. Wow. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was like, 
this movie literally ends with Indy riding off into the sunset. Like, it's such a cl- closing of the book on the character. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, I, gotta, I, I, like, mean, I can't be... Fi- I cannot under... under I, cannot, I cannot overstress how mad I am that this is called Last Crusade, and then there's another crusade <laughs> after it. I, the, well, here's the thing. I mean, Steven Spielberg... Steven Spielberg and George Lucas just didn't know what to do for 20 years. They just didn't have that missing piece. And then Shia LaBeouf came into his life. And they were like, there it is. That's what I was missing. I just... Indy plus Shia LaBeouf dressed like a greaser. What isn't there to love? (laughs) Well, so is this going to be... Now that Disney owns Lucasfilm, are there going to be a new Indiana Jones every year for the rest of our lives? There must be one more one. One one in, in production, right? Or something. They are working, they say, on uh, Indiana Jones 5 right now with Spielberg and Harrison Ford back and all that. Which oh, jeez. I, I don't know. I mean, hey, I think I think Spielberg is on fire right now. I think he's just doing some really good work. Mm-hmm. And I think that he could uh, wants to redeem Indiana Jones. I, I think it's not like he's not like George Lucas. You know, like the way George Lucas kind of got a bunch of shit for the Phantom Menace and was yep. like, fuck you guys. I'm doubling down on this. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like he just he just out. He's like, oh, you don't like my weird politics. Guess what? 20 more minutes of politics. You know, I he mean, just, in fairness, I believe that there is there are fewer trade negotiations in episodes two and three. I don't think you've seen episodes two and three very frequently. It's been a while. This, a lot. <laughs> Is there more? God uh, damn it. <laughs> but I think that like Spielberg would really want to be like, okay, yeah, I, people didn't like Crystal Skull. I really want to give them what they want this right. next time. Like I, I bet he would knock it out of a park with another bite of that apple. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> I it does seem like this is their like since that's their thing is to like. Um, take a thing and figure out what is the physical maximum the world will take of this property. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the LD50 of exactly, Indiana yeah, Jones. Just say, yeah, what is the lethal dose of this franchise? That is Disney's uh, constant scientific exploration. Um, uh. For people who have not, by the way, seen The Last Crusade, um, we've one thing, Ezra, when you've been gone, we've gotten real... You, we, we went from having too much plot summary to yeah, just to swing none. all the way and not explaining any movie at all. Yeah, we should do that. And I was thinking it might be fun to bring back a feature that you have always enjoyed, which is time-limited <gasps> summaries. Oh, yes, I'm in. <laughs> so, yeah, what is... what is? I'll have you do it since it's your movie, as Let's see if you're still in. Um, okay. <laughs> I want a 30-second plot summary of All Indiana right. Jones and the Last Crusade, and your time begins now. Okay. First, young Indiana Jones finds this cross... And then he loses it. And then when he's older, he finds the cross again. And then his dad is looking for a cup, and they can't find it. And then he finds the cup. The end. Oh wow! Seven seconds. That's really all you need. All right. Well, we still have uh, we have uh, twenty three seconds. I mean, remaining. that's a fucking elevator pitch. Like if I if I get in in the lobby Boy and you pitch me that movie, gets cut back. Yeah. By the time I get off, we've already inked the deal. I love it. Like, that's the problem. People always strategy. like. That's such a good idea. Like, it with your elevator pitch, save time for them to write the check. An yeah. elevator ride's only so long. You know? Yeah, this is this is an elevator pitch for people who live in a two-story building, but don't like the stairs. Um, well, that's pretty good, but I'm going to say we have 23 seconds left. So, Anthony, what details are crucial for you to add, to add here in the remaining 23 seconds? 
uh, the there are Nazis involved and they're very bad. And uh, one of the there's a bad guy who's not really a Nazi but kind of is uh-huh. and wants the cup and thinks that they're just gonna like let him leave with it, which I noticed this time, which is very weird. Yeah, that he's like, I'm gonna bring them to the Nazi the Nazis here, show them this, and then they'll be like, <laughs> Yeah, this is great. You can to- totes have the cup. Keep that as a memento. <laughs> All right, I was uh, there. That's your time. That's... Um, but that is a very good point. His his assumptions of what he would be able to tell Hitler are very chill. Um, for a while, I thought uh, the bad guy, uh, so this character is uh, Walter Donovan. I thought that might have been Alan Alda. It definitely wasn't. No. Uh, but uh, hmm. uh, I, me knowing who Alan, I didn't know who Alan Alda was when I was four, so I couldn't make the possible connection. Uh, right. But he is also still not Alan Alda. Uh, That's a good addition. Uh, I, I don't know how that missed out on your seven-second summary of the movie. Uh, <laughs> kind of looks like Alan Alda. Other character is not Alan Alda, and, <laughs> and that might surprise you. Actually, none of the characters turn out to be Alan Alda, as far as I know. That's true. Yeah, that yeah. could do definitely a broader statement about that. Um, yeah, has it ever, in retrospect, we've been watching something and been like, son of a bitch, it's Alan Alda. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> like... I mean, it's it's mostly. I mean, you're also like on average. If you were to just always assume somebody's not Alan Alda, you'll do you'd be great. Right a yeah. good amount. Yeah, yeah you're not going to lose money time. that way. No, unless you're watching Mash, in which case it's like a one and eight. <laughs> Wait, all right. Um, uh, so, uh, what is something? Uh, this is my my main question for this now. What is something else besides uh, this guy's plan with the Nazis didn't seem great? Uh, what's something else that you noticed this time that you definitely had not noticed in your previous watches of this movie? Uh, I feel like the way petroleum works is not the way it worked in the catacombs. I right? was so wondering it's like, about that. When he said this is petroleum, I just assumed that meant he had really nice lips. <laughs> it's all jelly. Um, yeah, no. So I guess like you're saying like, oh, like something decomposes and makes like it becomes flammable. Uh, but like you can't just like, it'd be very dangerous to dip this like a dip like, I guess, old bones and old uh, fabric in this liquid, light it on fire, and just walk around with this flaming thing. Uh, if what you're also, like, the way the, the dudes try to kill you later is also just by lighting the water on fire. And yeah. So I, 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 it doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. Yeah. It's either very dangerous or unlikely to have worked the way he wanted it to work. Yeah, you well, can't you, get if both. You, well, if you had an oil slick that was, like, you know, half an inch thick, on the water. Ah, okay. And then and petroleum would, would rise and kind of sit there on the top of the water. You could you could dip you know, this is from an adventure game designer here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dip, your, your, dip your, your torch into it. And as long as you didn't drop your torch and you didn't suffocate from the fumes of from coming off of the petroleum, you're probably okay. I, I have but, heard I mean, that the oil and water they do not mix super well. So yeah, it does check out. That, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean as an adventure game designer, how do you like <laughs> these aren't very good puzzles, right? <laughs> like you would none of these would ever pass like these are all like placeholder puzzles. None of them would get through final design, right? Well we didn't like I, I don't think we used any of the puzzles in exact, we, we had a problem when we were doing the game is we want to make sure that you could have seen the movie. Figured most people would have seen the movie yeah. before they played the game. And we don't want the movie to have to be a prerequisite to understand how to get through the game. So uh, okay. we, we were take inspiration from it. Like in the game, there are maybe 10 cups and you have to know which one to choose 
but that's based on clues you've picked up along the game, plus the Grail Diary that you get. That oh, it's not just box. on whether or not you think it's shiny. Right. You know, so there's a lot more to it, and it's randomized. So if you play it a second time, it's going to be a different cup. I, oh. when, when you explained that to me, Dad, what, like when I was playing it, I badly misunderstood what you were saying, I think. Because like basically you said, like, oh, it's different every time you play it. So I was like, okay, great. So I'll just save the game right before I drink from a cup, <laughs> and then I'll die. But I'll, I kept on choosing the same cup over and over again because I figured like it would be a different cup every time I reloaded the game uh, like reload that save point <laughs> wow. and so like, it took, like basically i think i killed like half an hour before he's like that's you have to try a different cup as uh, like a it's riddle not- master <laughs> ezra fox <laughs> play testing yeah <laughs> uh i did like i mean the i i don't know i think there are not enough movies that just have like riddles i like i love riddles and booby traps that's a it's a very exciting thing also why don't people build so many booby traps anymore these ancient yeah. peoples who had this time to make these like incredibly impressive blade systems that are pressure activated on stone that survive thousands of years. I mean, yeah, it's I was just pretty impressed. With it's that. just awesome. Yeah, I mean, everything about the Templars' plan is like a lot of work, and then goes completely sideways when you think about it from his point of view. Like he was in there for four hundred years for about 15 minutes worth of action and then they blew up his place and left and he was just like what the shit just happened yeah. well, I, was actually, I was wondering like about this? that because it feels like if he uh, you know they blow up that place and he's like oh great well now I just have 400 years to redo it yeah, <laughs> well, that was- like because he's hanging out and they come in and he's like sweet I was I've been waiting the clock out for two hundred years here. <laughs> Quitting time Wait. for old yeah. night here. <laughs> Wait, you're not here? Oh, you're here for the game challenge. Okay, cool. And then a guy just dies, and then another guy just like Indiana Jones just grabs the cup and just pieces out of the room really fast. Yeah. And he's just sitting there like, Wait, what? What what are we doing? He yeah, uh, he, he was for, for having four hundred years to prepare, really caught off guard on on yeah. protecting this. Right, cup. no no canapes even. He wasn't. I, he should have been expecting guests. <laughs> That's what I think. <laughs> well, maybe, so maybe I had a he's just overly confident in that um, uh, in those uh, religious metaphor puzzles that you had to solve. He was like, no mm. one will be penitent by getting on their knees. No one will see that coming. Yeah. Dad, what, 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 what was the question, Dad, that you had though? Well, yeah. this is for this is for a little bit later. But we could save it. But, no, but there, no, no, no. We never there, save. Okay. So there was a um, there's a line the Indy says as they're escaping in the Zeppelin, and he says, "I thought it would take them a lot longer to figure out the radio was dead." Yeah. My wife and I were talking about this <laughs> that line actually during the screening. Uh-huh. What about it? Well, oh, it, just at that if it was a scene that was cut out of the movie. Yeah. The, it, uh, oh, the radio was, thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah like, it, when it, the, it, they discovered it, it was a scene. No, that him was sabotaging it. Yeah, it was oh, a scene yeah, that yeah. was cut out of the movie. Yes. So, so we worked from the script, not from the movie. So we had the scene, oh. and there's a whole interaction that Indy has with the radio operator, and he has oh. to try to disable the radio to prevent them. So he just threw this guy out the window, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he figures that, you know, the guy, of course, he landed conveniently on a pile of stuntman landing suitcases yeah. <laughs> and figured the guy'd probably survive. So they had to go and disable the radio to make sure that if they called and said, hey, there's Indies on the, on the plane. Yeah. Have you guys <laughs> noticed they threw yeah. a Nazi out the window? 
<laughs> but it's like that's that's how you know Zeppelin's ready to take off and all the luggage is conveniently piled on the floor outside of it. That's when it's like you know some guys just looking at a gauge. Oh, we got to lose another two hundred pounds, and we're gonna get this <laughs> fucking balloon off the like, ground. They also got this big boost of lift from well, yeah. uh, dropping I mean, the Nazi. Just all here's of a the sudden, thing: they're buoyant. As a as a four year old, I think that's I thought that's how every every like flight had to start with throwing someone <laughs> off a plane. I was very disappointed later you on. You don't have to, but it does yeah. still help yeah, it's <laughs> like breaking a bottle of champagne on a new boat like you threw a got a christmas zeppelin yeah and you're and then you give it a new name yeah well i'm just saying they you know they didn't throw a guy off a zeppelin once and we all know how that uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah <laughs> uh dark so, so we didn't oh know. yeah the zeppelin i made it to the end in boat oh no <laughs> so we didn't know they were going to cut that of course so we had it in there and when we saw the movie it just like so obvious this line is thrown in there or left in there without any context it was just really strange yeah Yeah. that's that's another puzzle to solve so play the game you have to play the game to get the get that scene back it doesn't feel like the i was i was gonna say that the um the no ticket line kills so hard that they're like yeah, that's just everyone on the Zeppelin bought that line. It's yeah. just so good. <laughs> that narrative we narratively we don't need a scene actually showing it. Like that that so, I joke mean that's a strong so editing funny. choice. I admire that. Yeah. It's really great, but I was also like, wait, that's a very clear American accent. Like <laughs> yes. yeah. Yeah. I was Oh, of course the too. ticket taker would would say that line in English so as yeah. to make people know what he's talking about. <laughs> I don't think I think and, back back in the uh, in the late '30s. I don't think most Germans spoke English either. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, all, it's also weird because even this movie shows that Harrison Ford loves taking any opportunity to do like a weird dumb voice. <laughs> like he does one in this movie when they're pretending to be the uh, tourists, oh the Scottish the, the, Scot- the Scottish Scottish, Lo- Scottish Lord, Lord. Yeah. Scottish Lord yeah yeah. <laughs> But it's like in Blade Runner, he has that weird scene when he comes in pretending to be that yokel. Like, he loves doing Hmm. weird, dumb voices in movies. So I'm surprised he didn't take an opportunity there to do one. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, One thing that I noticed, and I haven't seen seen it before, but one thing that sticks out for me that I know I wouldn't have noticed as a kid is that just this movie, as part of its world building, God is real and he is magic. Like it's just yeah. incidentally I mean, yeah. true. Christianity. Well, we already knew that one though from the first one, so that's not yeah. actually a spoiler. I, I honestly, I think the crazier thing is like, um, like Indy has like actually seen like the power of God before, and he's like, ah, holy, uh, holy grail, just a just just a children's story. Well, like that's not his, really. He, he did have his eyes closed that time in the first okay. movie. <laughs> All I know <laughs> is I closed my eyes, and and then there's a lot of, uh, of Nazi goo at the bottom. But but uh, who knows who did it? <laughs> He, his eyes were open uh, six years before this, though, when he watched the man's beating hurt ripped out of his chest yeah. and then set on fire magically in front of him. Indy saw all that. So he definitely shit. is aware there is some weird shit out there. How come know? the fourth Indiana Jones movie was just like Indiana Jones PTSD, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> but he's got some stuff he's got to deal he's with. Just like a lot of praying and a lot of therapy. Yeah. Uh, that is, I, it's just kind of interesting. I guess I, uh, yeah, he's had that, he's had that before, but I don't remember that, and so it does. <laughs> he's just like it's just kind of an interesting that the, the, that we just have to believe all of that as part of it. It's just this is it's like like 
all those movies, like The Mummy, where they're like, oh yeah, incidentally, the gods of Egypt are all real, and they do magic in our lives right now. It's well, just fun guess, when they like when when a movie has to throw in a theology as a like clear backstory. I think everyone gets one basically. Every movie gets like one like you know kind of gimme as a starting point. Uh, and if that's the one you pick, that's fine. You just yeah. can't get oh, two. Yeah, yeah. I'm not you saying know, you can't it's have not fine. I'm you, just, you, can't I'm just kind of you can't have like gods and like lasers. You know, you get one or the other. Yeah, and the, I mean, be, wait, with isn't that what gods, G- gods of Egypt have gods and and lasers? That's why it was a bad movie. That's true. That reason. One of the things I've always liked about uh, what Temple of Doom introduces that is not just like uh, Western, like Judeo-Christian mythology that's real. It's like there's all different types of real magic out there. You know what I mean? Like, I like that it's not necessarily just that. Like, it's like we perceive it and tell the story as like the 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 like the. These are like, like Christians or Jewish symbols, but like Temple of Doom is kind of like, well, there's actually just all types of weird magic out there that people use and misunderstand, you know? Oh, that's interesting. So it's it is a little more uh, polytheistic. Yeah, I mean there, I mean there's fact that we've seen stuff from multiple different, and then four has interdimensional aliens. So Jesus, okay, well now I understand get, why. <laughs> How did that not yeah. work? That seems such a great. That's a winner right there. <laughs> Um, I got a cool thing I guess to toss in that I was looking up the um, I would not have understood this when I was four uh, yeah. but like basically the dialogue is like it's really fun and sparkly and uh, Tom Stopper did an uncredited rewrite so mm. um, uh, so like Tom Stopper like uh, I, uh, when I got older than four uh, read Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead and liked yeah. it a lot and uh, Arcadia is also really good and just like I think I think he actually might have done some uncredited uh, dialogue work for uh, uh, Attack of the Clones as well, but didn't necessarily, I guess, do enough to make it good. Uh, but yeah, I just I like that as like where it's like, hey, um, if you're good at dialogue, you just get to just do more dialogue for you know for other worlds, and that's kind of a fun thing. Yeah, that's super cool. That's a that seems like a really fun job too. It's yeah, just coming in and punching stuff up. That's on my yeah. list. Yeah, I mean, this movie is filled with really good like lines like everyone has something good and snappy and um and like in pretty much every scene there's yeah. like a iconic fun line yeah there's a great one so i i'm thinking of specifically i guess on that zeppelin moment there's like a nice like moment basically uh wet you know after they toss uh, a nazi out of the zeppelin uh when they're just sort of uh india and his dad are just like talking and like there's sort of like the tension there and, and like sean connery has the line like you left just when you were getting interesting it was really fun <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right around four when you start playing for keys. <laughs> um, I, so, wait, so, question about Crystal Skull then. Is Sean Connery just immortal in the next movie? No, no he's, he's not in it. Yeah. But he drank from they the cup. Isn't he, he just immortal now? Well, uh, I've always... and I, uh, I'm sorry, what were you saying? No, 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 no. Go, go for it. No. Just, I, I've always heard that the, the cup passing the seal, like, voided the magic... Is the, but like, it worked if you poured if you reason. poured vinegar out of it onto your baking soda stomach. <laughs> no, no. What you did is it's, it's he he poured magical hydrogen peroxide oh. into his father's mouth and then onto his father's stomach. Uh, <laughs> but so, no, I, so if you bring I, it out of the seal, it does work to um, uh, heal your wound, but it doesn't make you immortal. I, I, well, I, I assume that it just keeps you young for like an extra day or two. Oh, oh, so if you like, wanted to you stay to keep drinking, you'd have to drink every day. 
Yeah. Well, in that Except case, poor, the, the poor knight. the riddle of the best cup would be really easy because you'd be like, well, this one looks still wet. <laughs> this one has been used. This one's clearly <laughs> like there's dust on everything else. This one is just freshly <laughs> polished. Right. But the poor, the poor knight, means that means he's going to die. Because oh, they yeah. left his cup in the middle. I think that's what he wants at this point, Dad. Like, I think he's... <laughs> no, it's not a whole lot going on. That, like, he's just bored and lonely. He, he'd he love to be immortal. Like, show that guy a car. What, he'll have a great day. <laughs> he's got um, so much to learn. <laughs> I actually that would be a fun spinoff instead. Yeah, like let's let's say like they 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 like they get like a whole camelback full of uh, of grail juice and like just like take the night out on the town and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh man, they're just uh, they're just partying, but everywhere he's like, no, 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 pour it in the in the wooden <laughs> cup. <laughs> I, I like to imagine God just really found him annoying, so he gave him a job that he thought he would literally never have to see him again. <laughs> and he shows up four years oh, later. You know what? You like, know what, Mister somebody... Knight? I have a real, the most important job, in fact, is guarding this. <laughs> yeah, cup. Uh, he like just looked around his house, saw the first thing he saw. This, uh, this cup <laughs> is my favorite cup. I need you. <laughs> to watch no 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 we have we have cup. the good glasses for when guests are here but this is my cup this Love is the this cup, cup i use keep this cup safe gotta stay you and the cup can't go past the seal don't ask me why <laughs> this is very important to me. and hey what's the most since you're gonna be here for a while just um off the chance what's the most uncomfortable thing you own the wear? yeah bring that <laughs> oh you know what else the yeah that thing, thing um I'm not going to be contacting you this whole time. It's a test. I need you yeah, to yeah. pass the test of not talking uh. to me. So change my number. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, because actually it'd be really tough because he'd have to like, if he wanted to get out, he'd have to like, like spell God's name backwards, among other things, right? Like there's some oh, tough yeah, ways the if he ever wants to leave. It'd be super hard. Yeah. yeah. And he makes sure he doesn't know Latin, so he has no <laughs> idea. It's Jehovah begins with an I, you know, he purposely... Well, okay, okay. so, so here's my issues with the puzzles. Like, the the first one about being penitent seems like once they sent a person in and he got beheaded, or he just looked and saw the beheaded people, he'd be like, I think I got a duck. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I get the penitence of ducking. The second one comes out from the ground. Being yeah. penitent would, like, all right, penitent, the oh, penitent yeah, man right. definitely, yeah, he definitely, definitely got to be penitent and duck. And then also got to be very... He yeah. penitent man and also somersaults. Yeah, yeah. So that's <laughs> the yeah, second... That's ninja a... will survive. He's <laughs> <laughs> really like a, a... God has a series of parkour-based challenges for you. Oh, my God. I would love... Yeah, like, actually, park, God God actually is starting his own boot camp. You didn't realize? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this is... Uh, uh, we live in Orange Theory God, and uh, he's got a lot of thoughts for you. Only the man pulling a tire will prevail. <laughs> and then the second one the jehovah one is like yeah uh that puzzle did help you know which one to step on but indy stepped on the wrong letter and survived so it seems like you could just carefully tap like push each one with a stick and if it doesn't fall you're good the, that's such a night i'm just like on the architectural side that is a nightmare i do not know how someone could make that happen oh it's very impressive yeah oh, oh actually wait, no i know i know what happens okay here's what how they did he poured the gra- grail water on some of the letters that made them immortal. Oh. That's why. Yeah. I don't know so if it's immortal like means gra- like not fallible. Uh, not fallible. I think it just that's means right. you get no fall damage. <laughs> oh, safe fall. Yeah, yeah I got safe it. Fall. <laughs> and then the third one is like, like, yeah, a leap of faith will get you onto that. But the other way of saying it is like, 
just walk normally and you're fine? I mean, uh, it's really God trying to show off his really sick, like, forced perspective. Of like, exactly. He's, <laughs> like, he's, I mean, it's really, it's just like people, it's what people do with, like, sidewalk chalk all the time. Like, yeah. God was just really yeah, excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, I got to pit this somewhere. No, no, no. But if you look uh, at it from right here, well, actually, wait, they might move. I'll build a temple that funnels to one door. It's all to try to get that, yeah, that, that, actually, Dad, I'm pretty sure you have sent me definitely like a, like 33 best force perspective chalk paintings before. Uh, <laughs> and what, was one of them a, a, a bridge over the, over a It was a super sick bridge, yeah, yeah, and then it had some rocks over it, and it was like, it destroyed the whole illusion, it was very cool. Yeah. Uh, so, this, hey, so, so what happened, how, how did Elsa and Donovan <laughs> make it across? Uh, I mean, how, uh, he left rocks on the on the bridge to make it easier to spe- see. But how they make it through the the, the second one? Uh, I guess they just follow the yeah. footsteps then, right? Like there's like, you know, oh yeah, or, or they they can spell also. Well, yeah, so or that maybe one, that wasn't like the all of the other ones fell away, and now it was just like, oh, this is more like just like hopscotch. <laughs> Only <laughs> or, the or hopscotcher will survive. They also maybe just like there's maybe just a crowd of extra like you know another fifty red shirts and they just like okay guys pick any letter you want time, and yeah. walk on it and see what happens. Well, yeah, and also with the blades, like depending on how quickly the springs allow you after four thousand years to pop back in. Yeah, just maybe do they a were just like rush. Oh, the blades. You just kind of go around them now. They're stuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have to clean off like uh, yeah my my like my ninja blender. Uh, so I'm pretty sure at some point everything gets clogged. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I mean, if there's one thing we can guarantee about that old bad Nazi man is that he's in great shape. So I definitely (laughs) think he doesn't have a problem being a spring chicken hopping around those fallen letters. I I have to clarify something you just said. Were you saying like those blades, you're calling those a ninja blender, correct? Yes. You didn't mean in your personal (laughs) life you have a ninja brand blender and you have to clean it sometimes. Wait, Are you familiar what's the other the, option? Yeah, well, just a nin- Well, because you just mentioned Ninja Blender, and I was like, I think that's actually a blender. Yes. And if you no, look no, at it, a- it's a blender that has a spinning thing that would be at like waist height and head height. <laughs> it, I mean, like, it, this is a really well named trap if you call it Ninja Blender. <laughs> no, I do. I was talking about a blender, but I realized I actually don't have the Ninja Blender because that's the expensive one. I have like a the bullet, so never mind. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, the bullet's yeah, the little yeah. guy. He is a little guy. It's still good. No, no, it's it's, still, that's, that's the uh, that's the one that's as seen on TV. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it has to be good. Yeah. Um, okay, let's keep moving. <laughs> no, this is this talk. is the content people are here for, Ezra. I don't think there's anyone left here. Only I will be honest. Only people who pay extra will hear the version of this with the discussion of blenders cut out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, I thought it was going to take longer to, to 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 stop the radio to get the radio back working. So, uh. <laughs> all right. Well, um, I guess uh, I mean, last details, and then we'll uh, we'll wrap up. I, one other thing that I wanted to just think is fun um i love movies we've talked about this before on the show at least once um i like movies where somebody is we see them in the middle of class as a teacher and just imagining Mm. what that lecture is and because we see the bell ring this means he had four minutes left in class and he was like the definition of (laughs) archaeology this is a very strange 101 class where he's like, all right, look, 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 I know you guys have been waiting patiently for the last hour and 22 minutes, but as I wrap up today, I just want you to know what archaeology means. Uh, 
I think it's actually pretty reasonable then, because if you saw his office hours, they were packed and they were like, all the students were like, I have no idea what you're saying, Dr. Jones. (laughs) This is very confusing. Of course. (laughs) I'm not sure you're a good teacher. (laughs) What was the, Uh, um, Anthony, we watched uh, um, Annihilation and there was like a mid, do you remember this? There was like a teaching scene where we see her like last minutes of class and it was... It was, oh, it was something similar to that. It was just like, and in summary, biology is the study of life. Anyway, see you next yeah, I week. Mean, <laughs> most movie, a lot of movies and like that. I mean, this is like a trope of Indiana Jones. It's like every movie you see a little bit of one class and then he oh, gets really? caught off on an adventure. Yeah, I like, I like the idea that he has like kind of this mythology around him as a teacher. Like students just seem to love him and are just... Enraptured yeah, by yeah. His if you love a class where the professor is only there for the first day and the rest is taught by TAs, but the professor yeah, is it's hot, a great class. Like, check check that class out. Um, um, by the, by one the end, thing, he might even tell you the definition of his class. Uh, so so the one thing I want to add to it, I guess, also yeah. like uh, as a fun, like I guess, uh, uh, I don't know the way the story evolved. So um, I guess it, in IMDb tells me that because. Uh, we got an, a new mentor figure, basically, uh, in this movie uh, uh, as Sean Connery. Uh, the old mentor figure, uh, um, who was uh, Brody, had to get a lot stupider, essentially, basically, to to, yeah. to like to become uh, the comic relief. And I love the idea that like any person basically only has room for one wise person uh, <laughs> in their life, and if you get a second one, the old wise person gets dumb. I think that's that's that, oh, that should now be canon for it's, life. It's like that. Um, yeah. It's like that improv game sit stand Neil Lie. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's like become become comic relief. Yeah, yes. smart, stupid, uh, adventurous, love. Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Yeah. <laughs> like we can only, you can only be one at a time, and so if you go over there, someone else has to come over here. Wait, guys, this actually could be a good improv game. I'm I'm, I'm just realizing <laughs> love interest Sean Connery, comic relief, uh, and 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 guy with whip. Actually, like this does sound pretty fun. I think that is playable. <laughs> it's almost playable. So if, that, if there's anybody who uh, is still doing improv. Uh, this is something you can try. Yeah. Uh, so, so Marcus Brody. So Marcus ends up kind of becoming the comic relief after after he's put into an adventurous adventurous situation. Right. I mean, he was okay yeah. at school. Yeah. Although I guess allegedly he got lost in his own uh, museum. Right. Mm. Uh, so we right. didn't see it. Like he he was okay walking down a hall. And he got, uh, he said he would like, uh, you know, he, he, he didn't drop the cross of Coronado when Andy gave it to him. So he was not like the most buffoonish. But yeah, he definitely was out well, of his element later on. He, him, like, and John Reese Davies both feel so much as like a, a, that thing you get in sequels when like after, Te- because of like, again, the way Temple of Doom was received, they were like, hey, remember these two characters from the first movie? They're back. These movies have jokes. Uh, <laughs> this movie's fun again. Look, they're going to get on a little adventure when he gets shoved into a back of a van we think is a stall. Like, they are, <laughs> like, neither of these characters are in the sequel and they just, they brought him back for this one just, it feels like, to be like, hey, we're making an Indiana Jones movie again. Because <laughs> uh, like, there's really no other reason for either of them to be in this movie besides it needs some humor. Like, I really enjoy, them. by the way, the truck that looks yeah. like a stall in the market. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's just, a, that's a fun little trope. And I imagine that also w- if they, like, he, if he didn't show up in time, they're like, oh, I guess we got to, uh, what, what are the price on these great rugs? Like, well, I, I mean, I. Look, we can't sell all the rugs, but I'm, I might as well make a few dollars while I'm here. I don't know, fifty. How, how they know? 
how they know he was going to go into that specific stall. I have a, I have a theory about that one. Oh, yeah. I think like each truck, well, each stall is a, each stall has a truck behind they're, it. Yeah, they're all truck. There's no market. It's an entirely fake market of just <laughs> trucks. Just, 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 just Nazi trucks. Uh, no, so I mean, basically, I think one of the criticisms about Last Crusade is that a lot of the beats they, you know, that they uh, had in, in Raiders, they like kind of did a retread, and there's this accidental like sort of like a uh, truck abduction, uh, right? That happened in that one too. Obstruction, yeah. uh, uh, and I think just the Nazis were like, hey guys. Didn't we have something that worked last time we were like uh, trying to get an associate of Indiana Jones? Let's just run that one back, see what happens. Uh, why reinvent the wheel? We've got an obstruction. You got a perfectly good truck. Time. <laughs> just put it on a hamburger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, did, did anyone else you know, like, like cringe a bit during the, the prelude to the sex scene? With Indy? Oh, yeah, that was not great. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't watching it with my dad, but I, uh, I still cringed a little. <laughs> well, I was watching it with my wife, and we both kind of, oh. uh, Yeah, no, there's not like the, uh, the, a lot of like the, uh, yeah, the, 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 the forced kissing. It's, 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 a, it's a rough one, man. Uh, this, this is. I'm, I'm, I don't think that would fly now. No, it's not good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was probably, there are only two th- couple of things in the movie that I felt wouldn't be there if it was made now. One was that, and the other were Matt lines during the biplane scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. There's some rough things there. Uh, I, I guess, so, I mean, this, that, this is better than uh, than Dr. No, then, uh, right? So, like, yeah. we're just jumping ahead like, a couple of decades, and, like, uh, soon, like, you know, uh, you know, gender relations and, and sexuality will be, like, I'm pretty sure totally fixed. Uh, so <laughs> Yeah, I think we're, like, two, we'll three years out. We'll, it's almost there. Well, they, they fix Matt lines, so. <laughs> yeah. Matt lines for that to be a lot easier to fix. <laughs> well, and it's, it's a, like, a weird thing, too, with this series, because you have, like, the first one, I know you guys don't have that much of a nostalgia, for it, but you have Mary in Ravenwood, which is like one of the most like iconic female mm-hmm. uh, leads in like an adventure story, and then you have uh, the Cape Capshaw mm-hmm. uh, character in the sequel, and then you have this like femme fatale Nazi woman in this one, and just the characters seem to get less and less interesting and more by the note, uh, by like the as the series goes on, and I think it is like a real bummer. And Harrison Ford has a lot of weird, aggressive sex scenes just in general in his movies. Yeah, interesting. Uh, like, I think I like Blade Runner. Um, yeah, it's just, it's weird. It's a weird sequence. Like, I get that, were they trying to, like, foreshadow that she's a bad person, that, like, Hitler wouldn't sleep with her? I'm not Hitler, Jesus. Like, Hitler <laughs> wouldn't sleep with her. Well, that and is he an option sleep in the game. In, like, I don't know if you know that, way. Anthony. <laughs> It's dangerous, but that is sleeping with Hitler is an option in the game. <laughs> you may or may not make it out. We'll see. Uh, the, the people I mean, the, wanted we, it, so we added it. Um, the 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 thing is, uh, like, you really didn't need to have anything extra to like have her be seen as a bad guy because, like, Sarah's watching it for me, and she's like, she's like, oh, she has a German accent. She must be the bad guy. <laughs> yeah, the most Aryan-looking woman who has ever walked the face of the planet. <laughs> Especially like in the scene when she betrays him when they go to the castle in all black with like the white accents and her hair up. She just looks like a villain. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very I mean, obvious. Also, she's like the only other character, it. so it's like, well, she's probably the villain. <laughs> right, right, right. There used to be a lot of different characters, and not all of them were villains. But then condense it all down. <laughs> yeah, she's a composite villain. All right, uh, uh, that's a good place to wrap. I just want to really quick before we go uh, ask our question. We're going to start with uh, Anthony. Anthony, does the 1989 film Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade hold up? 
Uh, absolutely. I think it's uh, still a good sit. Um, a good sit. It's a good sit. Yeah, it's a good it's, sit. It's a, it's, it's, know, a, it's a refreshing cup, if you will. Yeah, it's not, <laughs> it's not the best of the franchise. It's not the worst of the franchise. It's nice to see Sean Connery have fun in movies. You didn't see that a whole lot. I feel it felt like he was a lot of like asleep at the wheel a lot of his later career. So he's having a good time here. Yeah. It's nice to be reminded that River Phoenix was a, a thing for a little bit, you know? Uh, he's but, really good in this movie for just he was a few really minutes. Good. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah, it's a good movie. I like it. Um I, I I mean I'm basically passing on this in terms of holding upness, but uh this is my first time watching all of it. Um and I've only seen I believe I've only seen the first one and this one now, and I gotta say I enjoyed them both. And it sort of feels like I shouldn't watch the other two. I don't think you have to, man. I mean, I, I guess, I don't know. Like, it, uh, Anthony would probably be cool with you seeing The Temple of Dune. Yeah, it uh, sounded like yeah. At least young I, Anthony. I don't know if I'm currently. Yeah, I mean, go, just watch Raiders again. It's a perfectly fine movie. You didn't need four sequels. It was, it, <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll just watch Raiders again. I mean, I like yeah. this is not a, a character I've been super invested in all the time, but I... Mm. Yeah, I mean, a superhero archaeologist who punches Nazis is like, what a fun time. Yeah. Uh, this, this is a fun franchise, and I can't wait for Disney to run it into the ground. Um. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I do like something we didn't really touch on, but with the James Bond connection is that this is like, this. you know how the series started? Was like Steven Spielberg really wanted to direct a James Bond, but they wouldn't let him. And oh. so George Lucas was like, hey, it's okay. I have something better than Bond. It's just James <laughs> Bond, but he's an archaeologist. And Steven Spielberg was like, genius. What, what if the only like, thing holding James Bond back was dressing well? <laughs> <laughs> well, and one of the great things about it is like the, the casting of Sean Connery, that was like, that was always kind of intended because I, there was like a joke basically where it's like, uh, like James Bond is the father of Indiana Jones. Uh, <laughs> and like to have that be like the, like, that's how I'm going to make my casting decisions. That's a wonderful thing where it's just like a joke is at the heart of it. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. That is fun. All right. Uh, David, for you, yeah. first time in a while, it seems like, does Indiana Jones' Last Crusade hold up for you? It did pretty much. Um, I, I think the one thing that I was surprised about was how slapstick it was. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I don't remember that from from way back. Um, maybe, again, because when I saw it before, I was you know just hoping it wasn't going to be another Temple of Doom. Right. Um, but you know, they, even more from the script, I guess, you know, they, you know, there are a lot of places where they just went a little bit over the top. Um, so that kind of took me out of it just a bit. Um, I, I liked a lot, you know, the father son relationship and the arc of that relationship. And, um, I like, I, hmm? I, um, what part of that relationship do you enjoy? Is it the sleeping with the same people or is it the leaving no, no. when he was a child and not taking care of him? Yeah, it was, it was the third parts. It, it was the, the father, the son looking for the approval of the father yes. over and over again from the time he was a kid and finally getting it. And, and, and also, like just, just knowing you're not really going to appreciate what you had until it's gone. Is that it? Like just well, that realization? Well, it was, it was more the, um, the, at near the end, where the father finally says, "You're more important than the the, than the Grail." Yeah, and, yeah right. You know, let it go, and that was you know something that never would have happened before. And I like. Yeah, it's that the first time he's realized just... that his child is more important than a cup. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, I'm glad it happened. It's a really good cup, though. I mean, right? It's not just any cup. It's, I mean, it's not like a sippy cup. It doesn't have a lot of technology in it. Yeah. It wouldn't fit in a cup holder. Then, I mean, credit due what credit's due. He got some time with the cup. He wouldn't be there if it weren't for the cup. We're not, you know what? We're not I had my fill of cup. We're not take anything away from the cup. You he know? didn't have his fill. That's true. Uh, uh, Ezra... And remember that your answer to this question may determine whether or not, in our context, your father is finally proud of you. Does Indiana Jones Crusade hold up for you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it, it totally does. Uh, for 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 me, like it, it's still like a, a delight. Um, uh, you know, really everything except for the stuff with Elsa. I think that's the the toughest part. Uh, she really doesn't have also anything to do in the back half of the movie except for just looking essentially aghast at different things that are happening to other people. Yeah, uh, she just has just yeah. reaction shots of just like, <gasps> and just it, it, it's it's they, they, it's a it's a character that they would have probably done better by uh, like had this existed currently. Hopefully, uh, maybe uh, her final moment for like just freaking out over the cup for no reason is so out of character <laughs> and out yeah. of nowhere. It's yeah, it's such a strange choice. But yeah. she did. She did kill Donovan, though. Yeah. That is oh, true. yeah. That was true. Hmm. Uh, so was that four uh, against her? I know which cre- I, I, which I, I, column kind of, do we put it, that in? I think I, I think I would put it for her. Yeah. It was nec- it was that was a necessary like that that, that kind of had to happen. But yeah. yeah, I mean the 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 thing on this watch that was really cool is just the pacing is really really fun and fast. Oh, um, yeah. There's a ton of really yeah, it's like great a ninety minute sets. movie, right? It, it's two no. hours and five minutes. Whoa, it really yeah. is. Oh, okay. What am yeah. I thinking? I, yeah, I watched something else that was ninety minutes and I conflated no, it too. But yeah, so like it's just it's so it's it's long but it's well paced because oh, like yeah, yeah totally. They, they do a lot of. I basically there's a um, there's a great thing uh, on uh, the YouTube channel Every Frame of Painting, which talks yeah. about the Spielberg wonder, like the mm-hmm. that you don't really realize when there is a long take basis that Spielberg has, where it's like yeah. maybe like a minute or so, and it keeps things moving really really well. Like for example, the whole like a Berlin sequence. It's like I think it's just like basically three long like one take scenes, um, and it moves real quick. Uh, it's it's pretty awesome. Um, but but yeah, I mean, basically there's there's a lot of fun stuff like that that you, I wouldn't have noticed first time around. And um, yeah, I, I look forward to the time when I might be able to share it with Caleb. Uh, right now, that, like, that, that was the time. <clears throat> this is the perfect can, time. There'll never be a better time. I don't <laughs> want to have all these memories. If, if you have any positive no memories better. of this, it's because you saw it when you were four. This is your only <laughs> chance. And what is better than in 2019 to show him and install like punching Nazis is a good thing to do. When is that lesson more important than right now? That's a right good point. It, it's all coming back Indy around. Kills, Indy kills 13 people in this movie, apparently. Yeah. Which Cold is a high bl- bl- like he, he shoots three people with one bullet at one point. Oh, he does. That's true. Efficient. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. the first scene, the, like, the action scene where he does some shooting and his dad is like, oh, oh, you just yeah, shoot My people. son's a killer. Yeah my, yeah, my son just shoots people. I didn't realize that. I guess I haven't been here for most of his childhood. I should have been more involved in the raising of <laughs> <Exactly>. him. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, well, uh, I think that's a good place to end it, especially because, famously, our show does not have great pacing. <laughs> that's true. All right, everybody, that is it for listening. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, that is it for listening? God damn it. What happened to talking? Try again. Nope. The show's okay. over. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, we'll be back again next week uh, with another episode of Does It Hold Up on Read It and Weep Season 2. Uh, I really appreciate everybody joining us. Uh, thanks for being here. Anthony Lopez. 
As always, it's a pleasure. It's been great. Oh, we don't always do, or we almost never do, like, actual recommendations uh, on the show, but Anthony and I went and saw the Apollo 11 documentary last night. Oh, yes. Oh, holy buckets. That is a fun, that is an incredible documentary. Oh, it was so tense. It felt yes, like uh, even knowing the ending of how that whole thing goes, I was like, I don't know if they're going to land on this moon. It is scary. Yeah, it's, I, I, uh... And I, I mean this in the best way possible. I hate that I have to call it a documentary. And like, that's just because when I mention to people I saw this really great documentary, everyone just kind of rolls their eyes. Oh, interesting. But it's like, this is not really like that. This is like a much more of a narrative, like yeah, it's cinematic so, technique. It's so like cinematic. Propelled. The, the, like are, are you talking about is first, really... first man? No, no, no. It's movie? just called Apollo no. 11. Huh, okay. And it's it's a documentary, and it is uh, it's got a lot of never before seen footage of Apollo Eleven, um, uh, some original seventy millimeter. Um, the restoration of the film is incredible. It is done, and it, it, it's not narrated, but it's just kind of from the, it's like countdown, you know, three hours to lift off, and you just see a bunch of stuff. Just incredible footage. Yeah. It's yeah, that's what so, I mean by it's not like um, it's not like talking no talking heads or anything like that. Yeah, as a doc, it's not like a normal documentary. It okay. is told just through footage happening and to the propel score the story. Is so, forward. And, the, and it's yeah. it's so intense. And there are, and there's a lot I yeah. did not realize about Apollo Eleven that was just oh man, it was incredible to watch. Just a really really good movie. So I highly recommend that. That was like the most fun uh, thing that I've done in a while. Um, yeah, I and like they make it. I, I'll spoil that for you. Uh, they do make yeah. it there and back. Um, yeah, and then this is great. If you stay after the credits, you see when Stanley Kubrick calls cut, and they all walk <laughs> off the set. It's fucking, it's, it's like so crazy it's that yeah, they left it's like, that Oh, in. there's a yeah. there's a boom yeah. in this shot. And then yeah, Nick Fury is there for a teaser for the next one. Yeah, it's, yeah exactly. It's, it's fucking crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah man. Tom Hanks shows seen. up and is like, "Wait for the thirteen. <laughs> I uh, actually that was the one my other takeaway is it's a really boring uh, th- like a boring conspiracy to say we didn't land on the moon the more interesting conspiracy is we sent four people up there why did only three come back that's that's a fun one that's where the real shit is you guys that's Ooh, real- what if we sent two people over there and three people came back <laughs> oh where did Mike Collins like come that. from you guys um, <laughs> one of the most interesting people like the, the uber driver of the Apollo 11 mission uh Mike Collins, who did not get to touch the moon. Anyway, really good film, so I recommend that. Uh, thanks for being here, Ezra Fox. Great, be- great to have you back, buddy. Yeah, great to be back. Uh, uh, people, if you're enjoying uh, season two, um, like consider leaving us a four star review. Yeah, four stars. You know, four or five. Yeah, four stars is fine uh, on iTunes. Yeah. Uh, and if you aren't enjoying season two, you could wait for season three, which will happen <laughs> at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang. It's definitely if you're not enjoying it, it is too early for judgment. Hang out, rate season three, yeah. but. If you're enjoying season two, yeah, get in there. Four stars is plenty. Um, and thank you so much for joining us, uh, David, at uh, David B. Fox on Twitter, David B. Fox. And uh, also make sure you pick up uh, his book, Computer Animation Primer, the 1984 <laughs> book. <laughs> on still, still as relevant then as it was today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you could pick up Thimbleweed Park. Yeah, you oh, could, yeah, that's, you actually, that's actually a thing you can use. Now, if you like, yeah, the the uh, the LucasArts style adventure game, Thimbleweed uh, yeah. Park, super good, and available on pretty much any any machine you have yeah. that has a screen. Linux, Nintendo Switch, Android, yes. all the options. Everything. Yeah, it came out two years ago yesterday. Oh wow! Or two years anniversary publicity tour. Oh, two years ago today. 
Wow. Um, and actually, you can you can also download and play Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, the graphic Ooh. adventure. Um, it's available on, I think, Steam and GOG. Oh, no kidding. Really? Nice. For we'll Mac, check those Windows out, you guys. Yeah, and, uh, just, just yeah. remember... Um, it, it, it may be satisfying, but it's not wise to punch Hitler. Yeah, save first. <laughs> yeah, save before you punch Hitler. All right, we'll talk, talk to everybody next week. Goodbye. <laughs>